So I got a question for you right now. Have you given up your goals now that COVID has come around? Is that the reality for you now? If it is, you may want to listen to this episode today. Welcome back to the Reach Your Peak podcast experience. Hope you're doing well. As again, hope you're staying safe. But today what we're going to talk about is specifically around how calorie restriction goals or how weight loss goals and that sort of stuff, how does that kind of fit into the whole situation going on now? You know, should we even be trying to lose weight still? Should we still be trying to get lean? Is this even important now? Okay, I'm going to answer that stuff for you today and perhaps offer a fresh perspective compared to maybe what you've been hearing out there. Okay, so let's get into it. Okay, so the reality is that right now, there is a lot of people that have either one, given up on their goals, two, are struggling to keep up and stay on track with their goals, or three, are just in the middle. They're not sure what to do. They're not sure whether they should be focusing on it, whether they should just give up. They're just not sure, and they're stuck in limbo. After today's episode, hopefully, you'll be understood in terms of what you need to be doing and perhaps get more clarity around the vision you're trying to achieve. Okay, so let's first start in that case. We're talking about, is it okay to lose weight in this present climate? Okay, with everything that's going on now with COVID, you know, being the reality for for society and the, the most present risk, is weight loss even okay? The reality is, it actually is, okay? It's perfectly fine to still want to lose weight, provided that you actually want to still lose weight. Okay, that's the important thing there. You can't be pressured into thinking that you need to lose weight right now, especially with everything going on with the stresses and, and all the other mainstream things that could be going on right now. But is it okay? Yes, it is. Okay. So you got to understand that first and foremost. It's the way you do it. It's the way you go about it that matters. So for a lot of people, they'll be doing it the wrong way, in which case they shouldn't be doing weight loss. For a lot of people in the same way, they'll be doing it the right way. And it's perfectly okay. But it's the question you got to ask yourself. Do you yourself want to still lose weight? Okay, with that answered, if you still do, keep listening. Let's get into it. So now I'm going to talk about the triage effect of calorie restriction and how that impacts your COVID kind of, not risk, so to speak, because at the end of the day, COVID is such a novel disease that we can't be attributing things to either benefiting in terms of avoiding it as well as attributing things to causing it. But how does calorie restriction kind of link in with the whole concept of immune health? based on body fat levels. That's what I'm going to touch upon now first, okay? So, obesity. If someone is obese, actually restricting calories and losing some weight is not going to have an impact on immune health. It even may have a beneficial effect, okay? So, there might be an effect where you're actually getting more of a benefit immune-wise if you are in the, you know, the overweight obese category. Okay, so that's number one. Number two, the normal weight. So, I mean, with these, you got to kind of consider that there are nuances to it, you know, what is considered normal, you know, what is considered lean, what is considered basic may vary based on the individual. But generally, when I'm talking about normal, I'm talking about like, you know, where you've got a bit more weight to lose, perhaps you want to get a bit more, you know, quote unquote leaner, but you're not obviously, you know, in the overweight or obese category, but you're obviously not also in the very lean category as like, let's say most athletes would be. If you're in a normal category, then calorie restriction is still okay. Most likely, it's still okay. There's not going to be any huge effects on it, but you want to be avoiding any crash dieting. You want to be avoiding any unnecessary restrictions 
that could potentially be causing a compromised immune system. Now, again, I just want to reiterate, this is not related to specifically immune system health to COVID because there's nothing to suggest in the evidence that we can avoid it. This is more so for general immune system going forward, as well as for the upcoming flu and cold season, and just to be the healthiest person you can be. Plus, also at the same time, while the evidence may be here or there, at the end of the day, you don't want to be compromising your immune system in a time where something like COVID is around and you potentially could be predisposing yourself to increased risk to catching it. So, you know, you got to understand that there are, you got to kind of take it with a grain of salt in terms of what advice you take depending on the situation. Now, what if someone's lean? Okay, what if someone is of a lean body weight? Now, we're talking, you know, athletes who are quite shredded. We're talking about people who are on the skinnier side and that sort of stuff. Should you still be trying to restrict calories? Well, let's say that you are already quite lean, like around that 10%, 12% body fat, and you want to get even leaner for maybe contest prep. I'll probably say maybe avoid that right now. Okay, that could potentially be impacting your immune system health. It could be compromising your your strength against, your battle, sorry, your body's battle against catching a certain thing, whether it's COVID or something else. So if you're already quite lean, potentially could be beneficial for you to, you know, maybe stop that for now and just maybe eat maintenance and maintain what you're doing and work on other habits instead. But perhaps you're, you're listening to this and you're like, no, I'm not lean, I've still got a bit to lose. Well, then in that case, be conservative, okay, be modest with your approach, don't be too restrictive. Definitely don't do any of those rapid fire, you know, weight loss diets or crash dieting or any of that kind of nonsense out there. Definitely don't be trialing those at this present time because the, the risk that otherwise would be present is even more pronounced right now with the risk of catching something such as COVID or the upcoming flu and cold season. Okay, so just to recap that quickly, if you're in the overweight obese category, some weight loss can even be beneficial for your immune health. If you're a normal body weight, yeah, you could still restrict calories. You should be fine. Just don't do anything too drastic. And if you're lean, perhaps don't restrict calories at this present time. Okay, so with that kind of out of the way, let's now quickly talk about some additional considerations when it comes to this. So we're talking about like calorie restriction and COVID risk and all that sort of stuff. But you got to remember, nutrition is just one part of the story. You got to consider the whole individual. Okay, you got to consider yourself, you know, holistically to some degree. What is your training doing? Okay. Are you overtraining, in which case that can be compromising your immune system? Or are you training the right amount, in which case that can be benefiting your immune system? Or are you just not training enough, as in you're being very sedentary, which is never going to be a good thing for your health? So you've got to consider training as well and how that, inter- you know, how that links in with what you're actually eating. Then you've got to consider things like health status. What is your present health issues that maybe you're having to experience? What are some health issues you've had in the past? What are some health issues you're predisposed to, maybe through family history or just your lifestyle? Or is your health status generally just pretty normal and you just got to focus on your nutrition and your, and your exercise? But these are the questions you got to ask yourself and understand that health status can add that extra kind of, that extra cog to the, to the situation, okay? That extra consideration you got to make when you're deciding what you need to be doing. So yeah, health status is still key. But what should you do? Okay, so now I've told you, I've said it's okay to want to lose weight if you yourself want to lose weight. But then in within that, you want to be doing it the right way, which will then depend largely on what your current body fat percentage is as well as other considerations such as training and health status. But now what should you do? Well, you've got to ask yourself, what is your driver? What is your why? Why are you trying to do what you're trying to do? And if it's strong enough and it still links in with wanting to get more, for lack of a better word, shredded, 
even though I would say for now the better thing to do would be to focus more on getting healthier, making sure you're keeping your, your body composition consistent or even losing some body fat. You don't necessarily need to be going for a whole shredded look right in this present time. But what should you do? Well, you got to follow your goal. Okay, you got to ask yourself, what do you want to achieve? Because at the end of the day, you can grab advice from me. You can grab advice from Bob down the street. You can grab advice from other dietitians out there on, on the online space. It doesn't matter. At the end of the day, you got to listen to yourself and what do you want to achieve? Now, with that in mind, then, then you look at the nuances and the little specifics, okay? So if you understand you want to lose weight, now you look at it from the scope of, okay, what's my body fat percentage? What's my training like? You know, what's my circumstances like? That's when you do that. But first and foremost, the decision maker is what is your specific desire? Because the thing is, there's a lot of people right now that perhaps are finding the focus on macros and calories is just too stressful. On top of everything that's going on, whether their job is at risk or they've lost their job or the stress of you know, family life, the health, you know, health stress, all those kind of magnitude things that could be going on now. If on top of that, macros and calorie counting is causing extra undue stress, then perhaps you want to take a step back and look at some, some different things to focus on for now. But let's say you're someone that thrives on that consistency, thrives on that perfectionism, maybe perhaps thrives on that, on that, um, on that tracking, so to speak, because it keeps you in line, it keeps you kind of focused. Then for all intents and purposes, it's perfectly okay and even encouraged that you continue doing what you're doing. For myself, I couldn't imagine just giving up on my macro and calorie counting goals. I'm still counting like it's the same situation. I haven't missed a, spe- a step, okay? I have not missed a step since this all kind of started. I've gravitated and moved my mindset in other directions. I've worked on myself in other ways. But at the end of the day, I knew that I had to keep consistent with my nutrition and that the best way that I can do it is for macro and calorie counting. And that's what I help my clients with. So then with my clients now, I'm asking them the question, what is your focus right now? What is it that you want to be focusing more at this specific time? And then through knowing that, I can then pivot, so to speak, pivot the strategy to focus more on that. But it's not about uh, you know black and white, yes or no. It's a yes or no, but then but X, Y, and Z. Okay, hope that makes sense. If it doesn't make sense or I'm, I'm rambling too much for you, then just send me a message at theclimbedaddition at gmail.com and I'll, I'll help you out. But yeah, the point being is you got to ask yourself, what do you want to achieve? And then use a strategy that you know is going to be not only the most effective for you, but that's going to keep the clarity of vision within yourself. For myself, like I said, macro and calorie counting continued. For yourself, you got to ask yourself the question, do I still want to do that same stuff? But let's say that you do, great. You keep doing what you're doing, get the help that you need if you do need it, and keep consistent, okay? The best thing you can do right now is keep up the momentum, and the worst thing you can do is give up altogether, okay? within the scope of nutrition and that sort of stuff. Because if you stop doing what you're doing and you regress back, you're at risk of having to not only start from the beginning or you might lose all steam altogether. And therefore, that can mean that your goals are not achieved until a later date, if ever. Okay, so you got to be careful with this kind of stuff because sometimes, especially during these kind of situations where stress is an all-time high, things are going hard, you may want to consider having some normality in your life, and that may mean keeping consistent with the things that you can control. Because I would say, okay, and this is something I'm telling my clients right now, control what you can, cope with what you can't, concentrate on what matters. And FYI, nutrition and exercise and mindset and stress management, they all fall upon the former and the latter, okay? They're things that you can control 
and they're the things that matter that you want to be concentrating on. Okay, and with that said, let's now look beyond just macros and physique and talk about the other things that you can be looking at and exploring now with not only this extra time potentially that you have, but also to give yourself maybe a break from the usual strategy you've been using. Okay, so let's first start with connection. Connection is something that you want to start thinking about now on top of macros and physique and X, Y, and Z and whatever you may have been doing. So what do I mean by connection? It's actually quite simple. Are you connecting with those around you, those that can help you, those that invigorate you, those that you care about? Okay, in times like this, it's important to stay connected, especially when you're you know, at home, self-isolating, and social media becomes your go-to source of communicating. You still want to keep up that connection, whether it's talking to a friend still, whether it's contacting your parents, whether it's just going into an online forum, like a support group. You know, I've even got a group, by the way, if you want one, you go into the description and find a link there. You know, a group of like-minded individuals, there's a number of them out there. You can go find one on Facebook, just type out what you're interested in. Think of ways that you can connect on the internet with others to keep that connection flowing, okay? That's something that's so crucial right now, especially with all the stress that's going on. You wanna make sure your mindset is still healthy and that will keep enabling you to keep not only getting better, but to stay sane throughout all this craziness that's going on right now, okay? So that's number one. Number two is stress. How are you managing stress? And this is a big one because we are all good at recognizing when we're stressed, where most of us are pretty shit at controlling our stress. Not that we don't care about managing our stress, it's just that we feel like we have no control, we feel like it's there's no point, or it just gets too much and other things come into place. Some other things become a priority and then we leave the stress to keep moving and doing what it's doing. And stress can be destructive from keeping you from staying on track with your nutrition to making you not want to exercise to making you exercise but do it excessively to just not feeling good to ruining your mindset to ruining your relationship and therefore connection with others stress can be a killer okay so please if, if you're quite stressed now please try to look at ways where you can manage this whether it is talking to someone whether it is finding activities that de-stress you whether it is meditation whether it is reading doesn't matter what it is Make sure you're focusing on stress management and thinking about how your decisions impact your stress. Okay, that's big here. Because if you're finding that what you used to do for your exercise, let's say, or what you did for your nutrition is now causing you undue stress and you see no other way around it, you may want to reconsider your strategy, especially if you've been someone who's been chronically dieting, let's say doing a diet that you're told is good, but you don't like doing it. Perhaps now is time to maybe choose a different path. Find something a bit more like that's habit-based and focus on that in the meantime. For example, classic cases, a lot of people right now are finding that their restrictive diets of keto or things like that is very hard to keep up with. What they best do now is not try and push through keto even though it's causing them stress. It's to take a step back, think about what they want out of this, think about what's sustainable, enjoyable for them and work on that. Okay, so remember, stress management is key. If you want me to direct you in any way with this, please send me a message, but make sure you are thinking about stress at the very bare minimum, and then look at ways you can combat it. The next one is mindset. And mindset, a lot of times, can link in with stress, but mindset here, what I'm talking about now, is I want you to start thinking about where is your headspace right now when it comes to your health? Are you being proactive or are you reactive? Are you thinking long-term or are you thinking short-term? Are you thinking positively or are you thinking negatively? You got to ask yourself these questions and reframe where needed. If you're thinking in a short-term mentality, plus you're thinking in a negative way, there's no point of anything, and 
and this is leading you to think of, you know, think negatively about yourself, then we've got a problem. Okay, we've got a problem that that's happening. So you've got to think about your mindset and how you can reframe it, how you can see things differently, and in turn, help you see more clarity when it comes to what decisions you're going to make around strategies that can actually enable you to not only maybe achieve the goals you've set out to achieve, but actually enable you to live a more happier, fulfilling, better quality life, especially during this period of time now where we've got more stress, we've got more bullshit going on, and we've got more uncertainty. Okay, so make sure you're focusing on your mindset and trying to reframe that in the best possible way to be more conducive to your health change. The next one is sleep. Now, I did a podcast last week where I talked about sleep and I made the point to say that sleep is saying that most of us, including myself, have disregarded before. Pushed to the wayside, not worried about it too much. Made excuses on, let slip by, whatever you want to call it, doesn't matter. Sleep is saying that a lot of us have issue with, whether it's being very busy that we then just go to bed late, whether it's hitting that snooze button in the morning and just sleeping in and ruining our sleep routine, whether it's just staying up watching Netflix for the sake of it and not worrying about our sleep routine and our health. Sleep is saying that a lot of us just disregard. We just think, oh, we know it's important. Yeah, we, it's healthy to sleep well. I get it, but oh, I can't. Like We make excuses so much when it comes to sleep. Couldn't tell you how many times I've told a client, okay, so let's work on sleep. And a lot of times, especially when I'm starting with a new client, they'll wonder why I'm even worrying about sleep. Sleep can have an impact not only on your performance and how you recover. It can have an impact on how you eat, on how you crave okay, certain foods. It can have an impact on your overall health, on your cortisol levels, on your clarity, and in fact, can impact your immune system. Now tell me again how sleep's not important. So please, start focusing on sleep, get a good routine going, go to bed at the same time, wake up at the same time, get at least seven hours, and make sure you're getting good quality sleep. Avoid you know, bright lights before bed, an hour before bed, because that keeps you awake, even though you may not think it does. Okay, recently I had a client who I got, got her to stop doing that. Next week when we checked in, she said she hasn't slept that good in years. Okay, sleep can be powerful, and sometimes the change we need when it regards to sleep can be a lot more simple than we think. Okay, and now that brings me to the final point today, and this one's really important that I want to illustrate, is looking at habits and behaviors. Now, sweet, maybe you're following macros and calories, maybe you're not. Maybe you're focusing on weight loss, maybe you weren't. Either way, you got to ask yourself, how can you use this time now to expand your strategy, expand what you're trying to achieve, and look beyond just numbers? How can you maybe be able to develop habits and behaviors that are not only going to serve you in the short term, but are going to serve you in the long term. We're talking things like maybe you want to focus on, yes, counting calories to a degree, but if that's causing you stress, maybe what you can do is take a step back, count calories in a more general way, and focus on eating two and five, okay? Two serves of fruit, five serves of vegetables a day. Or if you want, even better, you can continue doing the exact same thing with the macros and the calories, but then you go a step above and focus on the habits on top of that. Focus on having two and five and counting your calories and maybe even counting your macros still. Perhaps water is intake is something that's inadequate in your life. Perhaps you need to be aiming for two liters every day. Perhaps that's not something you're doing right now. Or perhaps a simple change could be having protein at each meal. Habits, habits, habits. Okay, habits make success. If you can establish habits and behaviors now in the tough times, Think about how more easily they're going to be implemented when it's the easier times, okay? Because remember, life's never fully easy. 
Think about this stuff, okay? How can you impact yourself by adding habits and behavior routines into your life on top of or instead of the stuff you're already doing? See, the point here being that it's not about giving up on your nutrition. It's about either one, complementing what you're already doing, which is my preferred method, but not everyone will, will suit that depending on their stress levels at the moment, or pivoting and completely focusing on something different, but still staying on track. Because remember, as long as you're thinking, as long as you're tracking to a degree, as long as you're working on your nutrition and health and fitness and all that sort of stuff, you're still on track. Perhaps if you're not counting calories anymore, you're going to be deviating a bit in terms of clarity and awareness, but you're still going to be on track. At the end of the day, you will get through this a lot more better than if you just gave up or if you just took a a um, laissez-faire kind of attitude towards it. So think about what you can do today. Repeat this podcast if you have to. Reach out to me if you want to talk about this in more in depth. Okay, if you want me to personally help you as well, reach out and let me know. We can get chatting about that. But find things that can be of benefit to you and help you during this time. So to recap all this today, with coronavirus going on, don't be focusing on specific cures and things that helps you avoid it. At the end of the day, if, you, if coronavirus gets you, it gets you. We can't. We, there's no evidence to suggest you can eat this and you'll avoid it. So that's first and foremost. But you can strengthen your immune system over time and it can help you fight other things and it can help prime you, okay? It can help prime you to be more stronger against a lot of things, perhaps even coronavirus. We don't fully know. So what you want to do is focus on making sure your calorie restriction is in line with health. If you're of a higher body weight, perhaps it could be beneficial. If you're of a normal body weight and you want to lose some and you definitely still want to lose some, that's perfectly okay. Maybe be more modest with it. Don't be crash dieting. If you're already lean, perhaps focus just on the habits and behaviors. Then at the same time, on top of that, think about connection, think about stress, think about mindset mastering, think about sleep quality. And again, I'll reiterate in the end, think about how you can complement whatever you're doing with habits and behaviors. Okay, I've hoped this podcast episode has been helpful. I really do. I think this is an important one for you to hear because not only do we cover whether it's okay to still lose weight, yes, it is. Not only do we cover is calorie restriction safe, yes, it is, if done right in the right context. And not only do we cover whether you should be focusing on one part of your nutrition or more, okay, you should be focusing on more, we've covered all that. So this should be of benefit to you, but if it's not, please reach out if any of this didn't make sense. I'll help clarify that for you. Until next time, we'll talk soon. See you later. Thank you so much, guys, for checking out my podcast. Hope it brought you some great value today. You can check me out on socials under The Climate Dietitian or on www.theclimatedietitian.com.au. I've got some great stuff out there for you guys, some free valuable content. So yeah, please check it out, guys. And yeah, until next time, thank you.